Hello, hello. I am Sophia Claremont, the host of the How to Not Be a Shitty Vegan podcast, a tired plant-based girl's guide to navigating the wellness industry. I'm a 21-year-old plant-based girl here in Vancouver, BC, and I've been vegan, or about, or plant-based we'll call it, for about six or seven years now. And my veganism has not always been super linear. It's taken me a very, very long time to fully transition to veganism. But I am here to tell you my vegan, my vegan story, if you will, as well as give you some tips for if you're looking to transition to being vegan and just some other helpful things that I have learned along the way and have passed on to some friends and some friends have passed on to me. So without further ado, let's get into my vegan story. So let's start with when I went off of dairy. Let's start there. When I was about 14, I decided that being dairy-free would be my new personality trait. I was just going to give myself a dairy allergy overnight. Now, I wasn't lactose intolerant, and I didn't have a dairy allergy, but I decided that my life was getting a little boring, I wanted to shake things up, and I wanted a new hobby, a new challenge. So going off of dairy and just telling everyone that I had a dairy allergy would be the next natural step. So I decided that, you know, after after this day, this random day in November, I would stop eating dairy. And that's exactly what I tried to do. So I stopped eating yogurt. I think I stopped eating butter and I stopped drinking milk. But nobody told me that dairy was kind of addicting. Like, I don't know for this for sure, but I'm pretty sure there's some chemical reaction. Dairy is like a drug, whatever, whatever. And I could not stop eating cheese and ice cream. I mean, obviously those are more like comfort foods and like dairy. But I mean, I really struggled with this. And one of the reasons I struggled so much was that there were no great alternatives that were super accessible. I mean, there were a few vegan or plant-based things in the market at the time, but they were usually very processed, didn't taste great, and people looked at you funny. And the other thing was, I had no other vegan friends. All my friends thought I was a freak. My parents thought I was a freak. Anywhere I went, I was the weird vegan. So it made it way less fun and exciting and accessible to go fully dairy-free. So I pitter-pattered around it. I would try not to eat dairy, but I mean, I would slip up. And that's kind of where I started. Now, I want to get into eggs Because I think that me not eating eggs and not being like an egg fan really helped. I ate eggs for, I don't know, probably the first six or seven years of my life. And then one day I looked at eggs and I said, nope, I cannot believe I was putting that in my body. That looks nasty. I don't know what that is, but that is not something that I think I should be eating. And not in a health way. I was like six. I just decided that that looked gross and it smelled gross and it probably had tasted gross and it had a weird texture. So I very conveniently was never really into eggs. Now, I do want to mention that if there was dairy or eggs in something, that was fair game. I would eat that. A muffin, a cookie, bread. If it was in there, I was just going to do the whole out of sight, out of mind thing and eat it. And 
you know what? That worked for me for a few years. So when I was about 16, I watched this documentary called Cowspiracy. Now, Cowspiracy, I believe the premise, if I recall, is more focused on the environmental aspects of of the meat and the animal agriculture industry. Now, what I think was really interesting about this is what compelled me to stop eating meat was actually the environmental aspects and more so the fact that I really didn't like that the meat that I was eating was made by some giant corporation that didn't give a fuck about me, didn't give a fuck about animals, and was just in it for the profit. I had no idea what capitalism was, but I decided from that moment on, I did not fuck with capitalism. And I mean, listen, I still live in a capitalist society. I'm very much a girl who benefits from capitalism. But I do think it's interesting looking back that even before I understood how fucked up capitalism was, I was not vibing with capitalism in the meat industry. So anyways, I watched this documentary. I see the duck get its head cut off, which really, really resonated with me. And I think that's really the other thing that made me go, nope meat is not for me. So I decided that I would stop eating meat and I would stop eating meat that day. And I woke up and I stopped eating meat and I went vegetarian and I didn't really think it was going to last. In fact, I decided it would be just a little challenge for myself and that I wasn't going to put an end date to it, but I didn't really think that I would stay vegetarian. And I didn't really tell anyone I was doing this. And the reason I didn't was because at that point, it would make me a vegan. And vegans, in my mind, or not really my mind, but vegans had this connotation that I knew they had where they were angry people. They were kind of reclusive from society, I thought. And I didn't want to do that. And I didn't want to tell, I didn't want to come out as a vegan. God forbid. (laughs) I'm joking if you can't tell. Um, But I was scared that people would judge me and I didn't really know any other vegans. So I really just thought I was a freak. So I really just went cold turkey on uh, (laughs) cold turkey. I really just went cold turkey on meat. And I about I think around that week, I stopped eating meat completely. And it's been, I don't know, about five years since and I haven't had meat and I don't really miss it. And I think it was really interesting because I had a hard time. I really did not think I was going to make it. I Navigating a rest, navigating life and restaurants for me was very difficult because if you didn't eat dairy, eggs, or meat, you were usually eating either fries that had still been uh, cooked in animal fat or you had you were eating a salad with no cheese, no dressing, so literally just vegetables, maybe a side of rice. And that was really difficult for me. Um, just in general, like social out- outings and social gatherings. And I think that's because I didn't use the title vegan. I just said, oh, I'm allergic to dairy. I don't eat eggs and I don't eat meat. I'm vegetarian. And so again, this whole out of sight, out of mind thing came in where I'd still eat dairy or eggs if it was in something, but I didn't really like it. And I was just overall not super happy because I just, I felt like I had no options and I felt very restricted and I was very afraid to just 
go fully vegan and accept my fate as a framed, angry, freakish vegan. And I think that's a very interesting perspective or framework really is vegan versus plant-based because I didn't know what plant-based was and I didn't know plant-based was a thing and if I did I probably would have just said I was plant-based but I had never heard of plant-based before and vegan I I think in my mind and in my experience vegan is a very frameworked word when you say you're vegan you say yes I'm not eating any animal products no dairy no eggs But I'm also living a lifestyle that doesn't include animal products or leather. And I'm very green and eco-friendly. And that was a very scary thing for me. I was afraid to fuck up as a vegan and be outed as a fake vegan. Whereas plant-based has a bit of a looser framework around it. And I really wish that I had learned what plant-based was until a few years later because it would have been much easier for me to kind of identify as plant-based but then again I don't even know if that was a framework or a word that was being used during that time so hey it is what it is okay so I've been rambling about myself for way too long and if you've made it this far I'm sorry that I just went on a kind of narcissistic rant about my life for the last eight minutes so let's get into some tips that I've learned that I have that I've given that I've been give, that I've given to other people on the best ways to transition to a plant-based or vegan diet number one educate yourself And I know that sounds silly, but there's a lot, it's a lot easier to transition to this lifestyle when you have a why behind it. You know, is it for your health? Is it because you don't like to support the mistreatment of animals? Is it because you hate capitalism? Is it because you want to support a greener future? Is it all for? There's no right or wrong answer and whatever reason you have is great, but I do think it's important to have a reason behind why you're going vegan. Maybe it's just a fun challenge for you and you want to, you know, try something new, but I do think that's important. And with that, I think it is so, so, so important to educate yourself on how to eat properly as a vegan. One thing I didn't realize until a few years ago was how many products are fortified, how many meat products or dairy products are fortified with vitamins and minerals. Dairy doesn't naturally have calcium. It's added in. And when you think about a cow, they're eating grass, they're getting nutrients that you get through the beef. You need to make sure that you're getting those nutrients a different way. It's not that we need to be eating meat. It's just that in a society where we've grown up eating meat, you need to make sure that you're getting replacements and you're getting those nutrients. So educating yourself, I think, is really important. It took me up until about two years ago to realize, oh shit, I am not eating enough vegetables and fruits in a day. And not because I need to hit a certain marker, I'm just literally not eating them. And because of that, I'm feeling like shit because I'm the only nutrients I'm getting are through bread and rice and maybe sometimes some romaine lettuce or maybe an apple. But really, I'm eating a lot of processed shit with very little nutrients because I'm eating a lot of fillers because I never took the time to sit down and look at the foods I was actually putting in my body. I didn't realize that I wasn't getting any calcium from any, or I wasn't trying to get calcium. I wasn't trying to get protein. I wasn't trying to get iron. And therefore, I kind of felt like shit sometimes. 
So educate yourself is huge. I'm not the person to do it because I'm still learning, but the Plant Proof Podcast is a great place to learn. He also has a very informative Instagram page and it's very science-based. I've found at least there's so many great vegan influencers who focus just on cooking and food and eating some delicious, well-balanced foods. So yes, number one is to educate yourself. And my second tip kind of goes in hand with that, and that's to put your health first. There's no point in transitioning to a diet if it's not going to be healthy for you whether that be mentally whether that be physically you need to make sure that you're putting your health first and I know quite a few people who have tried to go on a vegan diet or yeah I want to say diet really and they've realized it's been very damaging to their mental health because they're focusing so much more on the nutrients they're putting in their body that they're developing some disordered thinking that's not the vibe put your health first If you need to take medicine or a vitamin that has animal products in it and there's no other alternative, take it. Get your flu shot. I didn't realize that was made of chickens. Not chickens, but chicken byproduct. Get your flu shot. If you need to take a pill that has gelatin in it, just take the pill. I think the bigger thing that I'm getting at here is that it's very important to be mindful when you're making a switch to veganism or a plant-based diet and that you have to do things for you and you have to find something that works for you. And if you can't, that's okay. You, Rome wasn't built in a day. You don't need to go vegan in a day. Okay, so let's get to our next point, and that is the importance of community. And I mean this in kind of two senses. I think it's really important to have a community or have a few people that you can really lean on and talk to when you're transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle. Um, Obviously, that's just going to help you get way more information and feel support and have other vegan people to do vegan people things with. Other vegan people to tell you where their favorite vegan menu items are. Favorite grocery stores. Little vegan hacks little items that they've found that are great in vegan food vegan people to do vegan activities with but i also think it's almost more important to have people in a community that aren't necessarily even vegan just to have conversations with about plant-based diet and plant-based living and i think this kind of goes in hand with my next point which i'll get to in a minute But my point is that creating space for community and conversation around a plant-based lifestyle and what that can look like can be really beneficial. And it's it can be a very approachable conversation. Not every conversation you have that has to do with veganism needs to be, hey, why aren't you vegan? You suck. You hate the you hate the earth. You hate animals. You're a terrible human being. But it can be great just to share with people, hey, I had this great recipe. I ate this great dinner and it happened to be vegan. It happened to be plant-based. It happened to have no dairy, no eggs, no meat. Or hey, I found this really cool food item. Oh, by the way, it's vegan. Normalizing veganism and normalizing eating things that don't contain animals can be very natural and be a very casual conversation and casual shift. And this all kind of builds into my last point, the last tip that we'll talk about today, and that is, it's actually kind of radical, you guys. 
it's actually like this thing that nobody has ever really i don't know many people don't hear about it it's it's a little out there and i'm almost nervous to say what it is but it's this crazy crazy thing and it's called empathy being empathetic towards other people believe it or not is like kind of a really helpful tip (laughs) i'm joking i mean i'm not joking but I hope you can hear the sarcasm in my voice as I say that because I think part of my beef with veganism and the term vegan and this whole idea of like the crazy, angry, radical vegan is that it doesn't account for the fact that nothing is linear and expecting that every person is just going to snap their fingers and be vegan all of a sudden is just not a very empathetic or realistic way to look at the world. A lot of the time, people don't realize that being vegan or a plant-based diet is not a super easy shift. And to be quite honest, being vegan is a privilege. Being able to make that lifestyle shift is a privilege. It's not easy. It can be hard on your body. It can be really hard on your life and figuring out a lifestyle that works for you. It can be very expensive to find alternative products that work, especially if they're not readily available for you. I mean, five years ago, it was very hard to find a good vegan milk or a good vegan cheese or a good vegan processed or fake meat that like didn't make you feel like shit. It can be very hard to be vegan. And by pretending that anyone can be vegan and people are shitty for not just making that shift right away is not a very productive way to go about things. So really don't be an asshole and if you are a vegan or a plant-based person and you've had like a little bit of dairy or you've eaten something with egg in it or whatever it may be that's okay the world will still go on be proud of your progress and if you're like a vegan and you see other vegans doing shit that's not vegan maybe stay in your lane maybe just accept that everybody's relationship with food and their body is different and as long as they're putting in the effort and as long as they're doing their best that's great and positive reinforcement is going to be a lot more productive than negative reinforcement so keep that in mind just have a little empathy for people for vegans for non-vegans for transitioning vegans for just people in general have empathy. And I'm realizing that I'm hitting the mark. I'm over the mark. So thank you so much for listening to my how to not be a shitty vegan episode of my how to not be a shitty vegan podcast. Um, Thanks for making it this far and hopefully it wasn't too painful. And hopefully you have learned something or if you haven't learned something, hopefully you don't hate it. So That is all for me. Have a great day and uh, leave me five stars.